0: Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. What's up, Chicago? Welcome to Monday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. It is officially July, and wow, a lot has happened since I talked to you on Friday. Let's start with some more local news, the rain. The Sun-Times is reporting on record-setting rainfall in Chicago, which left more than 7,000 people without power yesterday. The Chicago Transit Authority shut down two train lines, and the National Weather Service issued a warning yesterday morning for, quote, significant life-threatening flooding both in the city and in some of the suburbs. The Illinois State Police said parts of Interstate 55 and Interstate 290 have been closed because of flooding, with at least 10 cars trapped in water near Pulaski. At O'Hare Airport, the previous record for rainfall for July 2nd was in 1982, a little over two inches of rain. But the showers yesterday killed that O'Hare recorded 3.35 inches by the end of the day on Sunday. And that still doesn't hold a candle to the downpour in Berwyn, a suburb on the west side. They had nearly nine inches of rain. Yes, it rained. It poured. It flooded. Lightning struck. But NASCAR still mostly went. There were delays and cancellations here and there. And when the race was finally underway, there were a number of stops and starts because of the weather. Despite all that, Ben Kennedy, the senior vice president for race operations at NASCAR, had nothing but praise for Chicago. The city showed so well, um, certainly on broadcast today, and then the energy um, around the the field and around the, the park today was palpable. Cole Custer won the Loop 121 race on Saturday in a unique fashion. After 25 laps, the race he was in got suspended because of a lightning strike. Then, about 24 hours later, NASCAR officials ended up just calling a race for Custer. Custer says it was one of the weirdest victories of his career, but he'll take it. The winner of yesterday's race was Shane Van Gisbergen from New Zealand. Looking ahead, NASCAR has a three-year deal with the city. That agreement was inked with the previous mayor, Lori Lightfoot. Okay, now let's look at some national news from SCOTUS. The Supreme Court handed down a few major far-reaching decisions last week. Let's focus on student loans. More than 1.5 million people in Illinois applied for debt relief under President Joe Biden's student loan cancellation program last year, and they will not get it. SCOTUS struck down the program on Friday. My colleague Lisa Phillip is reporting that borrowers would have had up to $20,000 in federal student loan debt canceled. Amy Schneider is a resident in Schaumburg, and she took out loans for college. She's also an organizer with the advocacy group, The Debt Collective. We can no longer afford to think of higher education as a luxury good. For most careers uh, that has a life-sustaining or a family-sustaining wage associated with that, um, most of them, the path to those jobs, go through college. Schneider says many borrowers have paid down their principal but still owe twice what they owed when they graduated. Advocates in Illinois are calling on state lawmakers to address college affordability. And President Joe Biden said he would use his authority under the Higher Education Act to pursue a different route for debt relief. As for student loan debt payments, the COVID era pause expires this fall and borrowers will have to begin making payments again this October. And now for a few quick hits. The head coach of the Chicago Sky, James Wade, announced he's leaving the team for an assistant coaching position with the NBA's Toronto Raptors. In five seasons, Wade led the Sky to an 81-59 overall record and a WNBA title in 2021. And Chicago's minimum wage increased to roughly $15 an hour over the weekend. And that applies to workers regardless of their documentation status. It includes domestic workers like nannies and home cleaners. But Shelly Ruzica from Arise Chicago says workers in lower paid industries are the most at risk of being unfairly paid still. She's reminding workers that the minimum wage is just that, a minimum. If you're concerned about your pay, you can reach out to Arise Chicago or file a formal complaint with the city's Office of Labor Standards. And Illinois is poised to enter a rare economic milestone now that the new state budget is taking effect. The spending plan provides money to boost the state's Rainy Day Fund to a record $2 billion. When Governor J.B. Pritzker entered office in 2019, the fund stood at only $60,000 a casualty of the budget impasse under his GOP predecessor, Bruce Browner. As for the weather, the rain is over for now, mostly sunny today with highs in the low 80s. And that's it for now, but later today, tomorrow marks one year since the tragic shooting at the Highland Park 4th of July parade, which killed seven people. The adults were like, how could this ever happen in Highland Park? But the kids said, we expected this to happen, and we expected it to happen in school. That's Highland Park Mayor Nancy Rotering, who's become a loud proponent of gun control at local, state, and federal levels. At 2 p.m., I'll talk with WBEZ State House reporter Alex Degman about what's happened in Highland Park in the 12 months since the shooting. And FYI, the rundown is taking tomorrow off. After this afternoon's episode, we'll be observing the 4th of July. I'll be back on Wednesday. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you later today.